Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Make it two wins in a row for the Bucks, and make it two straight games, not only with a Vince Velasquez quality start, but also make it two straight games with a Jack-Jack. Jack Sawinski, three home runs in his past two games, two coming yesterday as the Pirates down the Colorado Rockies 5-3 to three in come-from-behind fashion, and they win their second straight game in a row. They have a chance to go for the sweep Wednesday afternoon at Coors Field. Good morning, everybody. I'm Jake Slobodnik with the Fan First Sports Network and Talk the Plank here bringing you your morning buck of Joe for Wednesday, April 19th, 2023. If you hear my voice a little bit exhausted, that's because I stayed up last night watching the Pirates win yet another one, then proceeded to wake up early because I don't respect my own self. I'm just kidding. But it was worth staying up last night. The Pirates came back to beat the Colorado Rockies. Honestly, I'm, I'm kind of surprised by this because I think we all saw the numbers of Jose Orania before the game and Owen two with a nine ERA. And we immediately thought, okay, he's going to throw a perfect game against the pirates. It seemed that way after he got through a six pitch first inning. Um, and then the Colorado Rockies added their three runs in the first inning. See things all seemed doom and gloom from there, but the pirates, Oh boy, they, uh, they came back with some stellar pitching, not just from Vince Velasquez, but from their bullpen as well. And then the craftiness of their offense, let's dive into it. So we mentioned the first inning where the Rockies got three on the board. The first, uh, came off a bat of Chris Bryant. He homered for the second straight game at Coors Field. It was one nothing after that, and then former Pirate Elias Diaz doubled on a fly ball to Kenan Smith and Jigba to right field, scored C.J. Crone and Ryan McMahon to put the Rockies up 3 to nothing. and as the Bucks dug out Twitter uh, kind of indicated, we all thought at that point, that's when things were just done for the day. But then Jack Sawinski for the second straight day, second straight at bat in the top of the second. Deuces were wild, if you can't tell. Hit a home run to the opposite field. It just got over the wall and left, but the result is the same. It it was a 3-1 game after that. The Pirates' win probability jumped almost 8% to 27.1%. That according to MLB uh, game day summary. Carlos Santana then doubled in Connor Joe in the fourth to break it a 3-2 game. And then Jack-Jack struck again with a two-run home run. That was a no-doubt home run. It would have been a homer at all 30 MLB ballparks. According to the Twitter AI page, would it dong? It was 4-3 to three bucks after that. Then they gained an all-important insurance run. 
The scoring continued later in the inning as uh, Tucapita Marcano tripled to right center field, and it was with two outs. Didn't seem like he was going to get brought in, and then a wild pitch by Urania allowed Marcano to score, and the way he scored, it was by no easy feat. He had to come around quick and make a quick decision uh, to juke left around Jose Urania, who was covering home plate at the time while Elias Diaz went and chased the pass ball, and uh, did juke to his left, touched the plate, somehow contorted his body to avoid the tag by Urania, and posted the all-important insurance run. I'm still in awe about how that happened. I don't believe that it actually happened because it was just so surreal. It had Twitter in shambles, both for the good and for the bad, uh, but the result's still the same, 5-3. to three. The Pirates did not out-hit the Rockies, 10-9. to nine, The Rockies out-hit the Pirates, that is. But uh, the Pirates came out with a win. Vince Velasquez now 2-2 two and two in his career with the Pirates. Uh, ERA, a little over 5 at 5-12. Urania falls to 0-3. Oh He's uh, got a 9.82 ERA. And uh, David Bednar came into the ninth inning for his fifth save of the year. Lowers that season ERA to 113. In between Velasquez and Bednar, you saw some help from Dwayne Underwood Jr. and Robert Stevenson, who each gave up. Two hits, earned a strikeout, and did not allow a run to score in a respective inning. Uh, Stevenson earned the hold, his first of the season since coming off the IL. Underwood, his third hold of the season. Offensively, the Pirates were led by uh, Jack Sawinski, obviously two for three with three homers, or three RBIs, that coming off of two homers, that is. He also walked once in the game. Carlos Santana was one for three with an RBI and a walk. Connor Joe was two for five. Uh, with a triple, he and Marcano each finished to the triple on the day. Uh, Joe also added a double. Brian Reynolds added a double in his only hit. Hayes went, or keep Brian, keep Brian Hayes went one for three, excuse me. Um, G1 Bay, one for three, although it was kind of a rough night for him. He had a defensive error. He was picked off, and he was caught stealing on the base paths. Got to imagine he's going to sit in the, se- in the series finale, uh, just sort of mentally regain his composure. He was visibly upset at the end of the game after he struck out, uh, slammed his bat on the ground, slammed his helmet, just visibly frustrated, and I think he's earned a day off. Going back to Hayes real quick, he also worked two walks in the game, which is really, really good to see. So with that being said, the Pirates are now 11 and 7 on the young season. Rockies now fall to 5 and 13. Bucks go for the series sweep on Wednesday. Johan Oviedo looks to continue to sort of dominate pitchers on the mound. He's one and one with a 2.45 ERA, had his breaking stuff working very well. Over the weekend in St. Louis, he took the loss, but overall, uh, just a great performance by him then. He's uh, collected 10 strikeouts in that performance, so you got to think he's looking to improve that number or at least match it here this afternoon. And they go up against Austin Gomber, who is 0-3 with an 8.16 ERA. Maybe a little bit of a trap game for the Pirates, but, I mean, yesterday was a bit of a trap game, too, and we overcame it. Uh, so let's see if they can do that again today. Some takeaways from last night's game. Vince Velasquez has that dog in him. I mean, I gave up on him, and I'm not going to lie. Um, I think a lot of people also gave up on him after his first inning where he gave up three runs. That's when we kind of threw in the towel saying, all right, he's a one-hit wonder. He's done, and then went on the pitch. Five innings of shutout ball. Collected seven strikeouts on the game. Only real imperfection was the home run given up to Chris Bryant. Hey, we'll take that. If, if that's going to be the Vince Velasquez that we see where he's able to bounce back, if he screws up, if it's going to be a thing where, you know, two extremes, either he screws up and bounces back or he just posts a stellar outing, we will gladly take it. Any way to get the win. Uh, bullpen continues to dominate. Again, Underwood, Stevenson, and Bednar, kind of your unorthodox trio that you would see to tail off again. Not so much Bednar. 
Um, but more or less Underwood and Stevenson. I know I was like, where's Holderman? Some people were speculating that he was a little bit sick. Uh, saw him sniffling a little bit on the telecast on AT&T Sportsnet, but that could be just the effect of playing outside uh, at a higher elevation. You never know. The elevation sickness is real and it gets to people. So hopefully that's not the case for Holderman. If it is, hopefully it's just a temporary thing and it's gone by the time they return home uh, for the weekend series against the Cincinnati Reds. Um, really starting to like the production from all over the lineup. Uh, I mean, you look at, at these past games and I mean, G1 Bay and Marcano, while they only collected one hit, they came at crucial times. Um, they worked some walks as well. They meaning the pirates as a whole key, Brian Hayes average is not where you want it to be, but he is getting on base. He's finding ways to create runs. Um, again, two walks. That's nothing. That's nothing to turn your nose up at. Um, Connor, Joe, it's good to see him hitting from the three spot. Um, I thought I was kind of, I was expecting a little bit of a drop off for him, but he's gotten a little bit better. Again, a lot of extra base hits. He just looks like he's enjoying his time with Pittsburgh. Although I will say he looks a little bit nervous when Robbie and Smikowski talks to him, but I would too, <laughs> whenever I'm in the middle of a game and I try to get interviewed in front of the dugout, I'd be a little nervous too, but uh, on the field, he has just been absolutely spectacular. And two more things. I would absolutely play Jack Sawinski, if I'm Derek Shelton on Wednesday, when you have home runs in two straight games, he's on a hot streak. Let him play. Let him get those numbers back up. Show that you trust your players. Reward them for a game well played or two games well played. If they're riding hot, don't take him out of the lineup. On the other end, Kanan Smith and Jigba, he needs a rest. He really does. He looks lost at the plate. He's swinging at pitches he shouldn't be. Um, he looks visibly frustrated, almost like G1 Bay. However, I think Bay is a little bit more extreme. Um, but I would absolutely consider giving Kanan Smith and Jigba a bit of a rest on Wednesday. The way I would see it, and here's how I'm going to stack my starting nine for Wednesday again, to try and go for another series sweep. Boy, we're talking about a possible second series sweep in the year 2023. That feels good. I would structure the lineup like this against Gomber. Hayes, Reynolds, McCutcheon, Santana. Now McCutcheon playing in right. Uh, Santana, DH. Sawinski batting fifth, playing uh, center field. Um, follow him with Connor Joe playing first. I know a lot of people don't like seeing Connor Joe playing first, but he did all right last night for what it's worth, and he can only get better the more he plays it. Uh, put Rodolfo Castro at shortstop. Honestly, put Tucapito Marcano at second base again. I think he's just he, he's right on the brink of a breakout. Keep, let him keep playing. Let him show him show his worth. And catcher. Uh, this is a toss up. I would probably go Jason delay. It's a series finale. Hedges has caught the past two games. Just give him a bit of a rest. Have him at 100% when you're going into PNC park. That's just the way I structure it. But I mean, we're going up against a left-hander who is struggling this season. I would put as many right-handed bats as I possibly can. Um, and if Derek Shelton wants to get creative, let him a little bit, but I would, I, I think it's pertinent that we Smith, that we sit Smith and Jigba and Bay just for today, let them regain themselves and hedges too, just in that way he gets a structured day off. Um, I still think the pirates could win even if he's not in the lineup, although I will say his pitch calling is phenomenal or his game direction. I should say, I don't know how much control he has with pitch calling now that Pitchcom is here, but Hey, I think he's doing a great job leading this pitching core. So that's what happened last night on a magical Tuesday night. Pirates 11 and seven going into the series finale on Wednesday, 310 first pitch uh, Eastern Standard Time from Coors Field. It'll be Johan Oviedo, as we said before, going up against Austin Gomber should be a good one. You can tune in. 
Coverage begins at 2.30 on AT&T Sportsnet on the Pirates Radio Network. It's 25 minutes till first pitch is when uh, Joe Block and KY take the air. And you can find a list of affiliates at Pirates.com. So that is your morning bucket, Joe, for Wednesday, April 19th, 2023. Get some coffee in you. Wake up for the afternoon finale as the Pirates go for the three-game series sweep of the Colorado Rockies before returning to PNC Park to host the Cincinnati Reds in a crucial NL Central showdown. Have yourself a wonderful Wednesday. My name is Jake Slobodnik. Fans, follow me at underscore Radio Jake on Twitter. Follow Talk the Plank at Talk the Plank Pod. Follow the Fan First Sports Network at FFSN on Twitter. And be sure to follow Buck's Dugout as well. There's a new article posted this morning about Andrew McCutcheon's return and how it's showing signs of uh, the winning years of Pittsburgh. That's going on right now. And we will see you tomorrow with the Morning Buck of Joe here on the Fan First Sports Network. 